You're listening to the Monday Maniacs Podcast. Everyone, uh, welcome back to the Muns Maniacs podcast. It is episode number fifty-four, I think. Is it? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you guys tell us. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, exactly, listeners. Uh, hey, I'm Kevin. I'm a Canadian coming to you from Shenzhen, China, who can't play Munzi because uh, the internet won't let me. But I try. Uh, joining me as always is PJ in Osaka. Hi, PJ. Salutations. And Sarah in Takashi, Japan. Hello. Konnichiwa. My Munzi buddy, keeping it real. Here we are. And here we are. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're here for another episode of the podcast to talk to you about Munzi things and our experiences and our thoughts and all that stuff. Um, how are you guys doing? Busy. Good. Spring is, spring is here. It's uh, you know, some days are, are freezing, and you put on a, a sweater and a jacket, and the next day you're sweating. Uh, you know, it's, it's spring. Um, you know, yeah, sounds but wonderful. Can't freak out, make up its mind. Well, that's I, I see that constantly on um, on Japan Twitter, where I'm always l- lurking around and looking at things. I see all these people posting photos of like, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, oh, the flowers are out, the blossoms, and it's snowing. So it's kind of reminding me a bit of Canada <laughs> in the spring. Um, yeah, bleak, mm. bleak, hopeless Canada in the spring. I think, Sarah, you sent an Instagram video to uh, me and PJ at one point of, uh, of, of spring in Canada, the season. It's just a lie. Yep. Spring is a lie. It's just a yeah, dirty. I showed that video actually to my my colleagues today, and they all had a real good laugh. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, well, I mean, here I'm here in Shenzhen, where it's just sunny and hot. It, it got hot again today. It was wasn't so bad yesterday. It was it was nice, but uh, felt kind of cool. But it's it's a hot place. But um, you know, updates for me. I still can't play Munzee. Um because <laughs> my VPNs won't work, and I can't can't see the damn map on the app. Um, I walk around with a, just a, a green screen where a map should be and I go to my destinations every once in a while and cap them and I have no idea what's in them until it says you've capped them and there's two POBs or five POBs inside. So I've been doing that. And, uh, yeah, that's the extent of my play and just biding time, four weeks left for me at school and about five and a half weeks left in China. And then I can leave Woo-hoo! this place and get out and then actually play Munzee. Yes, I can just that will just that simple. I can play Munzee. <laughs> <laughs> so, like that's that's all I got to do. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, that's it for me. I wish I had more to add, but I don't. I mean, we will have more to add later on in the podcast about some topics. But um, yeah. So I guess you know we have our little chat group where we chat all things Munzee and other things and and this and that. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the very interesting things that popped up a week or so ago. Guys was premium destinations, um, which is since I'm someone who is leaving this city, this area, I'm currently basically, I'm the only Munzee player active in the city. I can't (laughs) open the dang game, can't open it. So I haven't even considered 
doing anything to a destination um, mm. until I get to a place where I can, you know, use a map. Um, so guys, uh, you've both done it. You've, you've turned things premium and I know PJ, you've got some, uh, some, some feelings to share. <laughs> no, you know, uh, you, you dodged a bullet with this one, I'll tell you. And it's funny because when they announced it, uh, you know, Sarah is our expert researcher and she always, AKA uh, she I, I, read I, the blog. Well, I did read the blog too, but read I mean, the blog. <laughs> and, and we'll get to how well the blog is written, but, um, uh, you know, normally I wait and then Sarah tells me what things really mean. And, and, and <laughs> I think that morning that it came out, I said, you guys, I'm just going to sit and wait, mm-hmm. but I was bored, <laughs> uh, Prepping, uh, well, you know, I, 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 I went to school and, um, you know, it was raining or something. I don't know. Students were late. So I was sitting there with nothing to do. And I made the mistake of, again, I had read the blog on, you know, before le- leaving for work. So this is all on me. But, you know, I, I just, I didn't, I think they, you know, because they, they talked about a 12-hour clock. and But it's not a 12-hour clock. It's a 12-hour timer. Uh, and they're mm. not, and those of us who live outside of North America, if you sit astride, oh, do you like that word? Do you sit astride the MHQ day? Um, we basically have two Munzee hits a day, uh, particularly if you're in different locations. Uh, you know, uh, someone pointed out, was trying to point out to me uh, that oh, it's still just once a MHQ day. And, and technically they're right, but... Mm. I am in in the fortunate or unfortunate position of working at three different campuses or campus I in plural. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, but it should be. Really? Uh, (laughs) I've never heard of that. Anyway, I'm in three different campuses (laughs) every other day. Basically, every day is a new new campus. I don't go back except for once. Anyway, Mm. so because of that, one of the benefits is that Everywhere I go, I hit each destination twice. Mm. Hit it on the way in. I teach my lessons. I, I dance and I sing for the students and do what, do all that I do on stage. And uh, when the day you are a hip hop dance choreographer, aren't you? I, I am. <laughs> and um, when I'm done, I, I hit them on the way out. So because the next day I'm going to go to another campus. So effectively, I get two hits per day, effectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's great. So I didn't really think about this, even though I had read the blog. And it, it does explain it technically accurately. I, I don't think there's anything in the announcement that was wrong. Hmm. I would argue hmm. that they buried the lead. Uh, but but as soon as I did it, a couple of things. I, I then realized, well, I'm now on a 12-hour timer. And since I'm only on campus I, <laughs> if I'm only on the campus I, uh, between 10 and 11 hours a day max, uh, basically, I went from capping it twice a day to capping it once every other time I visited. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and it just, it got all, and I just, what was I thinking? Not to mention that, but I have a few students on each of the three campuses, oops, or campus I, uh, um, that I don't know why, Kevin, I just like that word, and I'm going to go with it. Um, 
So I cut the students out of playing because they're not premium members. And I again, that was mentioned in the blog too. It's mostly my fault, but but I just the sad part is. Uh, so I went on, uh, you know, I thought about how to undo it. And fortunately for us, Golden Week is next week. Uh, mm. And the listeners who, who aren't in East Asia, Golden Week is a series. Is it four? I think it's yeah. four. Four national holidays that are all in Japan that take place within the same week. Some people get the entire week off. So you're looking at a 10-day holiday. I don't, mm. but I, I I will have most of the week off. I'll teach on Monday and Tuesday, and then we'll not be back to school till the next Monday. So it occurred to me that this campus where I promoted the two destinations to premium destinations, I could take them offline to, uh, this Monday, and I would miss most of the seven-day waiting period Uh and and I, people pointed out I'm going to have to spend money, but to me the, the the my thinking is I was impulsive. I rushed the gun. I didn't think I didn't game out uh, the implication mm. of this and cutting out a few students who are very casual players. And I don't want to take away the points they're getting. And I want to mm. go back to capping it. I mean, I get thousands of points a, a month uh, because I'm double capping essentially five days a week and i have four or five destinations at every uh, every route to the three campus i and uh <laughs> kevin's those of you who are just listening he's shaking his head the school teacher in him is just he's had it up to here if he were my teacher <laughs> are you supposed to be a teacher too pj well, he's supposed to well he's a dance teacher now not not he's a hip-hop he's a hip-hop dance teacher now Anyway, he's so, a hairstylist teacher. <laughs> hairstyle, yeah, a hairstylist and hip hop dancer. Um, All wrapped in one. <laughs> in short, I'm going to undo it by taking. But I did one treehouse and one Skyland. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna archive them and uh, a week later put them back essentially in the same place. Uh, and uh, I've learned from my lesson, and and I think for me that lesson is that you know when when they announce something new, take a few minutes, <laughs> yeah, and wait for uh, Sarah to tell you what to do. Exactly, you know. But uh, gosh darn it, she had work and a life, and she couldn't give me instant updates, so I just acted impulsively. But while we're on the subject, and this I hope MHQ is listening because I want to tell you a story. Way back yonder, before I worked at the campus I, um, I was an academic publishing research articles and you, you know, the stuff that people never read. And um, a, a research article is, you know, could be thousands of words, but it, as you two know, it comes with a little abstract in the front, which can be 200 to 500 words, somewhere in that range. Anyway, when I first started writing uh, academic articles, my advisor gave me the best piece of advice, which I want to pass along now to MHQ. Um, he said, when you write an, an abstract, which is kind of a summary of what the article is about and what implications it might have for your industry and or what have you, yeah. he said, don't send it to someone who just read your article. 
because and you won't write a good one because you know your article so intimately well that you can't explain it to someone who hasn't read it yet. Uh, so his advice was write it up, send it to someone who has not read your article and ideally is not familiar with what you're researching and ask them two questions. Can you regurgitate it in your own words? And what kind of implications might this have for you? And ever mm. since he taught me to do that, my, my abstract got infinitely better. What I'm suggesting is MHQ. I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know. But I have a feeling that when, it, when they make a new thing, a new feature, a new asset, they have someone who's on the development team write up this little blurb. And of course, it's, mm. it's accurate. Of course, it's accurate. Makes sense because they they were part of the development of it. But again, I don't think they're sending to to anyone outside of that, whether it's six people or 10 people, whoever worked on it. My advice to them is send it to someone in the office that had nothing to do with its development uh, and ask them what you think this says. Because again, I think a lot of people, and, and it wasn't just me, saw the 12 hour clock. So that's twice a day. And kind of jumped impulsively mm-hmm. where when it's not a 12-hour clock, it's a 12-hour timer. Mm-hmm. And that means that unless you are on that place on either side of the 12 hours, you're going to lose. You're, you're, you're going to – at worst, it doesn't improve it. At best, it, mm-hmm. it makes it more complicated, like workplaces and other places that you aren't at for 12-hour periods of time. And so, I, you know, just a little piece of advice to them. I, I don't know. When you're writing these blurbs, and this isn't the only one that I've had this issue with, they're always technically mm-hmm. accurate. But often I find that, you know, it takes three or four readings to figure out exactly, okay, I got to do this and not that and this. And yeah, yeah. I don't know if, if they would send it to someone in the office or better yet, someone outside of the office even, and just ask them to do what my professor my uh, my my advisor told me to do for abstracts is just make sure that someone who's never read it mm-hmm. reads the abstract and tells you what they think it means. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I can't right. oh, go ahead, Rob. I know you. I'll do it for you, Rob, because I can tell these two how what they need to do very well. So uh, I guess I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> you are quite. You are very good at it. And unfortunately, I blame you too. You know, I I said. <laughs> I blame me primarily, but MHQ a little bit. your fault, Sarah. To Kobe (laughs) Z's because we've become reliant on her ability to explain things clearly. So it's her fault for being so commonsensical and logical. Okay, why is it my fault, PJ? Tell me how I'm involved in this. I'm not blaming you at all. I am. (laughs) My lack of action. My apathy. You have looked askew at me during this whole story. So you keep making up a stupid word called you keep saying campus eye. Um, hey, you know what? <laughs> to be honest, to be honest with this feature, I can't possibly think of why I would want to do this and not trying to bash. I'm not a basher, but like I for example, like where I'm going to um, you know, where I'm gonna be staying for a month in Japan in Osaka, I'm gonna put a treehouse near my apartment. Because I want to have one there. Um, I've already I've already got a bunch in my in my inventory. Um, I want to put one there, and I, I'm, of course I want to leave that so people who are not premium can can cap it. Um, 
you know, uh, when I when I go to uh, Cornwall, Ontario this summer to visit my brother, ideally, I would love to be able to try to get him hooked into the game or a few of my my family members, my extended family. So I plan on putting a Skyland and a couple of tree houses around there. And of course, I would not make them premium because how many people are premium when they start playing the game, right? You know, and it takes a while to to play the game and to kind of realize that you really like it before you're willing to dish out 30 bucks or, you know, whatever it may be to become a premium member. Um, mm. And, you know, when I move to playing Malaysia later on this year, I'm, of course, not going to make them premium because if I can recruit people into the game there again, I want them to have the motivation, the excitement of seeing these places where bouncers are popping up. Now, of course, sometimes I'll be grump, grumpy about it if they're capping a, they get up there and they cap a whole bunch of bouncers and I didn't get them. But Just I, you before know, <laughs> you were about to go out. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll make a premium. But no, but, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you, you want to make it more open, but, um, yeah, so I don't know. It's, uh, but this is not to say that I, I like, for example, I don't think there's anything wrong with this as a, uh, as a strategic move. It just that again, when it says it was premium, it, it think about it. And if, particularly if you're outside of North America, double think because it, it really is, uh, it's an issue. And, uh, yeah. I bought like five of these credits I'm going to sit on. And I, I might, I might in the end do the one in my neighborhood, one yeah. of the ones yeah. in my neighborhood, because like you said, it's just here. Yeah. But yeah. one, I don't want to cut it from too many people. And two, you really do have to think about the implications of going from a clock to a timer. Because yeah. it is a different, I, I'm surprised that wasn't emphasized more because that to me is, to my knowledge, I, I haven't, we haven't had a timer based countdown before and uh yeah it, and, and, and it's, for those i was gonna I'm, say for those out there listening oh sorry go ahead sarah i want to say i'm having the same issue because i really have to stop and think when i cap it when i get home what time is it when i cap it because if i cap it too late i decide oh i'm just gonna wait till stuff lands in it mm-hmm. you know usually i'll cap it when it has three or four and if it doesn't at the end of the day then i may throw a magnet on it or not but if i do that then when I come home and I want to cap it that second time, it's not available. Yeah. So it really does. And, and maybe it's not a big issue for those in North America, but, but at least here where, yeah. Well, it's going to affect because people in Europe as well, right? So for those yeah, of you listening, yeah. if you're in Canada or the States, I mean, where I'm at at this moment in China, my Monday day starts at 1 p.m. for PJ and Sarah, 2 p.m., mm-hmm. right? So it's mm-hmm. Back in the middle of the day for us, so that's really different. That really kind of throw things mm. off. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah. Yep. So there we go. Mm. But again, I, I, I it's interesting because I don't think it's a bad piece. It's just it's it's fundamentally a different piece, and yeah. I, I don't think that was emphasized enough. Yeah, and, and certainly mm. I wasn't smart enough to think about it before it doing really it. Fit, it doesn't really fit. Doesn't really fit our schedule, so to speak, and then also the way we play and kind of our our philosophy of playing. You know, if you're wanting to to have that open to people, and what we're seeing right now, um, you know, with like the activity and notifications, is that there's more and more people coming to Japan to play, right? So there's yep. more and more people visiting, and you're seeing that each week there's more and more people capping stuff that we we have on that map, and you know we don't want to affect those people. You know, maybe there's like a a, a mom and dad who are premium players and they got a few kids with them who aren't. Um, yeah. And you want everyone to be able to enjoy those, those places. Um, but you mm. know, that's not the only thing we're going to talk about in this episode, PJ <laughs> and Sarah. There's, There's something, something else. 
There's something and else that's, that's there's also a bee that's flown under the bonnet of many people on the water cooler, but it's something that <laughs> um, we want to talk about. We've been chatting about it today throughout the day um, on mm-hmm. on um, our WhatsApp. And when I got home this evening, I turned on my Munzee on my laptop and and started looking around and realized there's a reason why we um, mm-hmm. we don't see so many bounces around these days. Something's changed. Something big that wasn't on the blog. And, uh, and yeah, so, you know, we've had a little bit of a going back and forth before we recorded chatting with each other about this. And I kind of shared my feelings. I I read through what a lot of people wrote in comments and a lot of people are quite passionate. But one thing I've realized is that now, um, when it comes to the physical game of Munzee, one aspect of the game that seemed like in Clan Wars the last few months, um, MHQ has been really wanting to promote and getting people back into the physical game. It seems right now something may have happened or something has happened that could be deterring people from playing the physical game. So it's an interesting kind of contradictory messaging, it seems. I don't know. Um, So, yeah, Mm -hmm. it would appear that um, bouncers won't bounce to greenies anymore if they're not being capped on a regular basis. Is that right? It's it's what it seems like. Last week, I... After school on Saturday, and uh, yeah, because in Japan we still have Saturday school sometimes. And uh, I got off the train and I walked from one train station to the other. And along the way, I was capping some that both of you had deployed several years ago because I needed those greenies for for the uh, clan wars. And along the way, I was um, deploying greenies as well. And I just noticed these are things I just deployed six days ago. And then I checked on the um, on the uh, Munzee webpage, and they're not able to be. They're not allowed to uh, host. Yeah, they're, they're not hosts anymore. And then they're only six days old. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was c- quite shocking. Not all of them, but I'd say half of them. Half of them that I've deployed in the last six days, they're not. Available for hosts. So. Yeah, like in my neighborhood, I, I did a kind of a cursory search around just on the map, and I found that basically, I'm sitting right now in the recording studio at the high school, where I at my school, in the high school portion of it, and right outside here, there's a there's a, a greenie that I, I tend to there tends to be a bouncer there almost every night after I go to the gym and I go and I cap that bouncer. Um, I never. Quite obviously, I've been lamenting all the problems I've been having with not being able to play the game or properly see the map. But when I look at the map now, I don't see bouncers anywhere. And I've been checking all like all around my neighborhood where I normally play, and none of them are are capable of of hosting any bouncers. And then it says I have to magnetize them. So yeah. there, it seems it seems that in order to attract a bouncer to your greenie, you have to magnetize it. And um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I I do understand. Uh, you know, they're they're trying different things to to get the bouncers to move along. You've got a several issues. Bouncers get stuck, but by the way, that's programming. You could fix that. <laughs> Called coding. Um, two, um, the, the you know they're try There are too many. There are not enough bouncers for the destination that or what they land on. But again, again, I would just say I think this is a misstep. Respectfully, uh, I know what they are trying to do, but 
you don't it feels now because uh, as soon as that that first guy I forget his name now but i saw the first post and by chance i was on the water cooler when it popped up that first yeah. comment and i and i said oh i think you're wrong and i went in and sure enough you know like i, I you know like every third one that i checked said cannot host and I'm going, well, these are ones that I do, I'm, I mean, again, not, not hitting it daily, but I'm hitting it several times a month and they've already converted over to, to cannot host. And I thought this, I, I get what they're trying to do, but I'm going, if you, 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 there, there comes a point where, you know, people are saying on the water cooler and not without reason that they don't want to post, they don't want to, to uh, deploy physicals anymore if it's going to. If you need to be on it, you know, monitoring it twenty four seven, or you got to pay to get it back active again, it then, feels like then, you're yeah twice. And then even if you pay for it to get it active again, you use that magnet within days after, or potentially six days. Yeah. As Sarah had mentioned something's already gone dormant. And I mean, what we were talking about earlier, just through our messages, was that, for example, for me when I think about it, and I saw similar things on the water cooler, but I mean. Um, you know, if I'm in a world where I can play and, you know, I don't need a VPN, um, you know, the times I play are limited. I basically, you know, I, I have to work. I go to work every day. I've got family. I have other hobbies and things. So I play a little bit after work, maybe on my way home from school, which is, means I'm playing in my area, my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, at night, I may go out for a little walk or ride on my bike and I'll get a few more. And then on the weekends, me and my son might get a bit more active or if we're in Clan Wars, we, the, the weekends are our, our hardcore time to get out and smash out points. Those are our big point days, right? Mm-hmm. So we get out on Saturday and Sunday. Those are the days I can get like 25,000 20, 25, points if all goes well on one of those days. So I can't go around chasing bouncers all the time. But one of the aspects of the game that I really enjoy is seeing a bouncer pop up in my neighborhood. And maybe I'm like, and I used to talk to you guys about this. Like, I'm going for a walk tonight anyway. But you know what? There's a bouncer that just popped up in that direction. That's where I'm going to go. And so now you have a map and a destination in your head. Yeah, exactly. Out. My destination is to go for that bouncer and then walk around and see whatever else is around there. And you guys know me. I like night photography and stuff. And if I'm in Japan, I'll, I'll take photos when I'm out. But I mean, and a lot of people are in that similar situation. We, we don't, we can't just yeah. get up and, and go and chase. Um, you know, we've all been there when we're at work and we open our map and we see there's a bouncer out there, but we're like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to get fired. So I'm not going to go after that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I think that works. Munzee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really does. I think it is. It sounds like it, it's a it's a move that's really going to hurt that physical part of the game that you and the, I know. You know, I think we all yeah. enjoy the most. That's our yeah. favorite part of this game. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just kind of disappointing. I really hope it gets sorted out. I hope that this is something that they because like we we said earlier, then you were saying PJ that these are these are there are fixes here. Like you can mm. programming, you can ensure that a bouncer only sits on a on a Munzee for a short amount of time. Um you can also like we were talking about, you know, MHQ can make bouncers if there's not enough. The, well the, remember the, in the beginning, you know, the you know everything was Munzee owned bouncer or team owned bouncers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to do more of that. And I and I do understand it's a delicate balance, but mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I, I, I feel now, you know, because, you know, I'm teaching, uh, you know, like you two. We, we're modern classrooms. We have Wi-Fi. So I can often see things, even in the middle of class, and go, well, I can't go to get it, but it's nice to know it's there. Yeah. But all I could think about the last couple of days is, ooh, if I don't get it, 
it's gonna it's basically gonna dry up and that's gonna, gonna dry a- up yeah exactly the well will run dry and and the three of us we are act <laughs> players well kevin was before uh uh g got involved yeah, exactly <laughs> well, don't say that name uh my, my, my oh yeah <laughs> yeah anyway uh you might want to blurb that out um <laughs> My point being is that if, if the most active players can't get everything all the time, it does mm. kind of... And I'm hoping that MHQ is taking this on board because I think a lot of people have said that sometimes constructively, sometimes not so constructively on yeah. the water cooler and Discord. But I think the idea is saying they're trying to make sure that things move along. And let's be honest, there are some that are out that, that, that basically could be dissuaded. You, you want to decrease the, pro, the the probability of something landing there. I just think they they haven't found it yet. And I know, you know, Rob was saying on, and he's being very honest on Discord and, and Water Cooler, well, this has been in place for 18 months. And okay, but that one, that doesn't make it good. And two, I think it does need tweaking um, because... Yeah. Yeah, if you want to encourage the physical game, and they seem to want to do that, not just with cruisies, which are a very complicated way to encourage. But anyway, they love complicated solutions at MHQ. Okay, that's fine. But this actually seems to be a step in the backward direction because I feel, and I think a lot of people do, that it deflates our physical game. Yeah. Or it makes it, I've got to go get it. There's a single bouncer there, but if I don't get it now, I may have to pay to... I'll never get one. Yeah. Yeah. I have to spend money on the magnets. And, and, you know, it's uh, like we've, I think we all agree. We, we, we see their thinking, but Mm -hmm. there's better ways of doing this. And, um, you know, I think we all feel the frustration sometimes when we're, say, maybe on on like Kappa and we're watching where our bouncers are and we learn that we see that our bouncer has probably popped somewhere that's on a dead map that no one is there playing. There are no active players. But um, in my current situation, when I could play, I'm the only active player for the last more than a year. There's like me. <laughs> and then my son who plays, but my son only plays when he's with me. He's not yeah. going to run out of the house and hop across town to get something. And when I'm, you know, it, yeah. It, and it's going to be like that for the foreseeable future. Um, it, wherever I play, it's probably just going to be me um, playing. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's again, it, for me, it's just kind of disappointing um, because I want to see bouncers on the map. I would like to be able to go out and get them. Um, I realize that, you know, you want to get those maximum huge points, those the destinations are the places where you get them, but still, it's that fun of the game. It's that kind of old school. I, I fun do of the game. recognize how hard it is for them because I mean, we are talking about. I mean, again, we're in Asia. Mm. Uh, majority of our listeners, majority of players, are in North America or Northern Europe, and those are. I mean, it, it, is, America, it is. Such, yeah. yeah, it is such a, a a game that's played so differently depending on who you are and where you are. I, I empathize how hard it is to kind of find a balance, but I agree with you. I think in this case, it was a misstep. Uh, and uh, I hope it's tweaked. I do like the idea of finding a way to prioritize certain uh, uh, physicals over other others, but I, I don't think this is it. I, I, I think it's a misstep. And again, I, I, I part of, I see the, the, the only two connection I see between this and the des- premium destination thing is is that 
I do think they need to maybe ask someone who's outside of the team developing these to, to go over it and game out scenarios. And sometimes I don't think that enough of that might be, might be being, might be being done. Campus I, campus I. Campus I. Hey, campus I. Campus I are worldwide. Not enough beings and <laughs> beings in campus I. Um, but yes. Um, so there we go. We've got some, some interesting mm-hmm. things happening. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's, it's been interesting seeing what's happening on that water cooler. I don't spend a lot of time, but today when I was walking to work, I was going through the comments and, and, and scrolling through them, walking home. And it, like you said, some people are very passionate. Some people are, are making good arguments and some people are pulling their hair out, um, mm. and everything in between. So hopefully, um, <clears throat> in the next, in the coming days and weeks, we will find a solution to this and MHQ will find a solution that will, um, hopefully appease appease some of the folks out there and and make the game mm-hmm. make the game awesome uh yeah guys well um uh, yeah what what uh, what else we gotta add here we got an event in july in osaka Woohoo. people it's a lot of we're Who's seeing coming? we're seeing their people are, are coming com- what's that are, are you coming oh yeah i'll be there i'll be there uh, i added even i added um i added Simiko neko to the event um so of course rena will be my daughter will be Coming along, that's July uh, 9th, 9th, 2023 in Osaka Castle Park in Osaka, Japan. Um, and there's going to be a, a poop ton of munsies there for you guys to have. But again, it's been just very cool seeing that there's more and more people coming um, on a regular basis to Japan. And uh, yeah, PJ. Uh, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> He's raising his hand. Uh, I, anyway. Zoom um, Too much online learning here. I know. Um Last time we had this chat, I was very proud, and I said to uh, Sarah here, I'm not capping the octopus, the, the garden that she designed. I'm not going to cap it until uh, the day, until the event, because I like the beauty. It's it's very cute. It's a cute little, uh, little baby octopus. Uh, well, uh, the, unfortunately, I slipped. Um, <gasps> I'm on a loop line train going around the city really fast. And the uh, there's a POI right next to it for the station, and then the POI for the garden itself. Yeah, my fat old fingers on my shaking phone, moving on a train, uh, capped one of the uh, regular virtuals, and so that happened three days ago. So since then, I've gotten everything I could from the train. So uh, I've got about a third of the octopi, octopus. It's one <laughs> campus eye. Yeah, the octopi on the campus eye. Hi. It is Osaka. So I just feel bad because of the very previous episode that I was so proud in showing restraint and not capping the garden piecemeal. But uh, here I am. I slipped. So I because I only mention it now because somebody's going to notice and probably comment in the water cooler or or the, the, the podcast group or you know, or I'm sorry, Sarah was going to send like a nasty message. Like, I thought you weren't going to do this. Um, but, you know, I slipped. What can I say? It's, 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 so I've, been, I've been encouraging people who are coming to Japan. I've been pointing out, I know you're not going to be here for our event. So please go and cap that octopus in the park. So, yeah. but 
nobody's listened to me. <laughs> Well, it's funny that you know, we've had quite a few people move, be moving through Osaka uh, because mm -hmm. of the tour, bump in tourism. But I think mm -hmm. they're moving. You know, we didn't get a large number of them at the, the Castle Park yet. Uh, yeah. We had that large group in Nagoya and they came down through the Kansai area to the airport. Uh, but yeah. I don't think they got to the uh, park. But, you know, that the beauty mm -hmm. of, of a garden is it's going to be there. And yep. people are going to cap it. Uh, whether they come for this event or not, that's going to be there in perpetuity, Un unless MHQ <laughs> finds a way to make them cannot. <laughs> oh, gee. oh, sorry, that was wrong. That was that was. Rob, I'm sorry, that was just rude. <laughs> I know. I apologize. My point is, it's going to be there, and people are going to be able to cap it for years. So, uh, mm. and, and I just want to encourage people: if you cannot get to the event, you should try to come if you can. But if you cannot, Osaka Castle Park is a place that you will visit if you're staying in Osaka. You cannot not mm. go. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a it's a brand not brand new, but it's a modern cement building. But it's a inside. They have all the models of the old castles and what they look like. Mm -hmm. And the park itself is used for cultural festivals, food festivals, beer festivals. It is one of the most active parks in the city. So uh, yeah. people are going to, that's for other people listening now. Uh, people, a couple people have sent us messages where, where to place. Well, almost anywhere within the castle park. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gonna, you're going to get, so even if they don't get capped on the event day itself, they're going to get capped. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a great, it's one of my favorite parks in the city because it's just lovely. Yeah. Oh, hey, we have a, 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 a guest uh, to our podcast there. And he's shy. He's so shy. <laughs> We're talking about uh, one of her her, her dogs to the listeners. <laughs> it's a dog watching us. <laughs> cool. Well, there we hey, go. Folks. A lot to talk about. A lot to think about in this episode of the podcast. Um, but yeah, so there we go, um, folks. Uh, check the notes, uh, the show notes below, or check the links below. You can find out where to uh, follow the three of us on social media. Remember to uh, share this podcast with your Muncie playing friends to leave a review and give us a rating in I well, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts now, I guess, or Amazon or wherever you listen or to us. Or wherever you get this fine premium product. Exactly. Premium <laughs> being the key. All right. Uh, well, PJ and Sarah, thanks for joining me and uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts with the folks out there. Bye, everyone. Mm. And uh, Bye. Uh, campus eye near you. <laughs> yes, you, you, PJ will be visiting a campus eye near you. Um, and maybe find octopi. Uh, mm. Octopi on the campus eye. Yes. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye.